Hey folks, can your IRA or 401k stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is right at our doorstep? By allocating a percentage of your retirement into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from a turbulent market and economic downturns. All you got to do is put your IRA back on the gold standard. With a multi-trillion dollar trade deficit and ongoing geopolitical instability, experts say now is the time to make the switch. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Protect your retirement today with one simple phone call and receive your free gold and silver guide from my good friends at Genesis Gold. To do that, call Genesis Gold Group today at 800 200 G-O-L-D, gold. That's 800-200-GOLD. And find out how you can add precious metals to your IRA. One more time, let me give you the number. It's 800-200-4653. gold Or visit them at genesisgoldgroup.com. Genesis Gold, welcome to the John Solomon Just the News family. Happy Independence Day. Happy Fourth of July, everyone. And uh, we have a great show for you. We're going to kick off with Senator Ron Johnson. I can't think of anyone who's made a larger contribution to uncovering the corruption that the Biden family engaged in. He endured a lot of arrows, but I'll tell you what, right today, he looks exactly where we knew he was. He was always telling us the truth. We're going to have that to kick off the show in a second. Someone else who's a great truth teller, and I get to work with her every day. I'm so lucky. My amazing colleague, Amanda Head. Let's bring her in from Los Angeles. Hello, Amanda, and happy Fourth of July. Fourth of July is one of my favorite holidays, and I think that we should observe it for even more than one day, but, you know, we'll take a couple days. All right. As you said, yes, Senator Ron Johnson from the great state of Wisconsin is going to be here to talk about, what do you know, the Biden family's corruption, and more importantly, how he was asking the three-lettered agencies like the FBI all the right questions from the very beginning but continue to be ignored. So we're going to get into what congressional investigators are continuing to uncover and have the senator weigh in uh, as to whether he believes Attorney General Merrick Garland deserves to have impeachment proceedings brought against him. Also joining us at the top of the hour is former acting Secretary of Defense Chris Miller. One question I'm going to have for him regards the state of our great American military under President Biden, especially as recruitment remains down historically in every single branch. And later tonight, we're going to dive into the real reason why Chinese immigrants are infiltrating our southern border at record levels. Do they have bad intentions? Well, Art Del Cueto is the vice chair of the Border Patrol Union, and he's going to share more on that front. And John, we have a real tweet for our real tweet for our viewers as presidential historian and best-selling author Craig Shirley joins us once again to talk about the Biden-Harris administration's legacy or lack thereof as our two world leaders are now experiencing fallout with mainstream media activists. Yeah, that's been a remarkable couple of weeks. The American people have caught on to the Biden-Harris administration pretty clearly. That's why the poll numbers probably are. I can't wait to see what Craig has to say. Another thing that the mm-hmm. American people have caught on to, and some of the mainstream media are starting to catch on to, uh, Senator Ron Johnson told us the truth. He was right about the Biden family corruption. We were told it was a conspiracy theory. I'm getting him a T-shirt. I'm telling you this. I'm going to give him T-shirts that all my conspiracy theories came true because he <laughs> had it right, and he took so many slings and arrows, and I want him to come on the show today and take not a victory lap, but a truth lap, because he's always been about the truth. And he's joining us right now. Senator Johnson, happy Fourth of July, a little day, a day early. And thank you for joining us. Happy Independence Day to you folks, too. 
Yeah. Sir, you have done a lot, and I know a lot because I've been behind the scenes watching some of this. And, of course, I took a few incomings myself, as did Amanda and others. But we, the American people now have this figured out. They now know that their president had some corrupt schemes going on. They now believe this president's Justice Department has been pursuing Donald Trump, not for criminal evidence, but for political gain. The polls are showing that. And that's kind of extraordinary because the mainstream media really didn't give them any of that information. How in the world did the American people figure this out? Well, first of all, I hope you're right. Uh, I guess we'll find out uh, November of uh, yeah. 2024 whether the American public uh, really does understand the, the full corruption. Uh, but, John, let's face it. Uh, you've done a great job uh, of investigatory journalism yourself. And uh, you know, we've been partners in this with a few other journalists, uh, a few other individuals. But as I've been saying for quite some time, and you know this, as troubling as the corruption of the Biden family is, and it's very troubling, it compromises our national security. Uh, President Biden never should have been elected. But even more troubling is what this says about our federal law enforcement, our intelligence agencies, the complicity and corruption of the media covering all this up and, and orchestrating it all. Now, I'll go back to the Russian hacking of the DNC server. Yep. I still do not know whether Russia actually hacked that. I think that could have been a complete fabrication of the Hillary Clinton campaign to distract people from the nastiness of those emails. And that that Russian disinformation, Russian interference canard has continued to this day. Certainly was used to interfere, interfere in Senator Grassley in my uh, investigation. Who orchestrated all of this? It, it couldn't continue to be the Hillary Clinton campaign. They, they kind of fell by the wayside. I know there are many of the same actors, but uh, this there's a much larger story to still be uncovered here and be told to the American public. Yeah, you are right. I think you're right. Much more to tell. And, and also, I've noticed this uh, this narrative arms race, because every time you or Senator Grassley or House Oversight or House Ways and Means releases more information about Biden family corruption, the more na their narrative changes. Most recently, obviously, you've had President Biden asserting many times that he did not speak to his son about his business dealings. And I noticed on Friday, the narrative has changed because White House spokes Ian Sam said, the president was not in business with his son. Now, there are just a few things off the top of my head that counter that. Obviously, the $300 a month AT&T cell phone that back channeled between Hunter and Joe. You've got these 2017 WhatsApp messages about uh, President Biden sitting right next to his son, 10% for the big guy. What's the next narrative shift going to be? Well, I also heard last week uh, the mainstream media saying if this were any other ordinary American, uh, there never would have been any charges against Hunter Biden. His tax offenses were so minimal. Uh, I mean, talk talk about brazen, talk about galling. You know, somebody who uh, paid back taxes of $2.2 million, and we know from good reporting from uh, from uh, people like John Solomon and others, uh, Hunter Biden probably hasn't paid taxes on a whole lot of other under or unreported income as well. So, no, I mean, the, the, the media, they will never admit they're wrong. Uh, they're going to continue to minimize the, the behavior of the Bidens. They're going to continue to cover up for them. Because uh, let's face it, they, they helped get this guy elected. And even they have to understand what a disaster his presidency has been for this country. Yeah. And it does seem like Democrats are starting to put a little distance between themselves and uh, Joe Biden. Maybe he's feeling a little more vulnerable to them. I want to talk about something. I had an hour, an opportunity to spend an hour with Gary Shapley last week, the IRS whistleblower. And he's just so matter of fact. He really is just an old fashioned cop. And he, he lays out in rapid fire fashion. 
I wasn't allowed to get search warrants, even though I was told that I uh, met the probable cause standard. I wasn't allowed to interview witnesses, even though they told me I had a reason to do it. Uh, we all, every single person in the career, all the way up to U.S. Attorney Weiss, believe that more serious charges should be brought against uh, Hunter Biden. And we were turned down every step of the way, he said, Agents were thwarted and no other tax uh, case he ever covered in his 12 and 14 year illustrious career with the FBI or the IRS was he ever had this sort of interference. You started off by saying the bigger question beyond the corruption of the Biden family is the danger of having a completely uh, dual system inside the bureau, the FBI, the Justice Department. We got to fix it. You've documented now. You've nailed it. How do we begin to fix it? Well, you have to first expose it. You know, one thing I don't think we're paying enough attention to is an awful lot of this obstruction occurred under the Trump administration. And trust me, President Trump wanted this information out. I'm sure he would have liked to have seen an honest investigation and prosecution of Hunter Biden. But uh, that just shows you how pervasive and extensive the deep state is. Uh, the radical left partisans have uh, infiltrated every institution of this country, including our, our federal government agencies. And this is just further evidence of that. But as John Durham testified before the House, uh, this dual system of justice cannot continue. This, this is the true danger to our democracy. When, when the American public loses all faith in federal law enforcement, in the Department of Justice, in our, in our intelligence agencies, uh, that, that is very troubling for this country. Yeah, it is. Senator, these whistleblowers have, have come forward because they identified corruption and wrongdoing. They were not recruited by Republicans in Congress or solicited. They, they willingly came forward. And I know uh, in past interviews, you have mentioned the need for more whistleblowers. I mean, the, I, I don't know how many we're up to by now, but you've already uncovered and revealed so much. Why is it that you need more? Well, the people at the top are the, are the, the wrongdoers here. I mean, they're, they're the ones that have access to all the information. They know what they did. Uh, people below them only have bits and pieces. So, you know, any investigation is like putting together a, a jigsaw puzzle. And it's just, you know, piece by piece, you put it together and you, you get a little feel. OK, well, I think I see what's happening over here and you get a little feel of this. But you need the whole picture. So you need more and more people to bring their piece of the puzzle to the table uh, their bits of information so we can really assemble the full picture uh, and then hold these people accountable. Um, you, you need documents, you need uh, emails, you, you need evidence before you call people in, even in for interviews, much less public hearings. Uh, they, they need to understand that you may know something uh, that they don't think you know, and they've got to be off guard so they actually tell you the truth under oath. Yeah. That's the key, getting ahead of their, their cover stories, which you did consistently over the last several years. I want to ask you, a lot of people are accepting that, well, maybe Hunter Biden a, a deal, plea deal is a fait accompli. Nothing can happen. But a judge has a big say on this. Do you think the judge should reject this plea deal? And might you, on behalf of the American people as a senator or some of your colleagues, might you guys consider sending a note to the judge saying, hey, we're victims here. The Congress was misled. The American people have been uh, fleeced. We don't think you should go ahead with this. Is that possibility exists for some members of Congress? Well, since last Monday, actually, is the first time I said in public media that uh, the judge, you know, I, I don't understand how any judge could bless this plea agreement now that all of this evidence of, of obstruction and DOJ and FBI wrongdoing has, uh, has surfaced. So I, I hope that this judge does reject this and then insists and demands on an honest investigation and, and a, you know, an honest uh, prosecution as well. Yeah, so important. 
Senator, we've just got about a minute left. I wanted to ask you about Merrick Garland um, and, and the testimony that he gave to Congress. I remember vividly a moment where he said that there was no difference in treatment between Republicans and Democrats, rich and poor, powerful, powerless. I mean, that's just kind of the tip of the iceberg of what I think were some pretty significant falsehoods. Do you think that House Republicans uh, should impeach him? Well, they certainly ought to hold impeachment hearings on him, Secretary Mayorkas, uh, Secretary Blinken, who who lied before my committee That's investigators right. by saying that he never emailed Hunter Biden. And we have the emails that he did email. Uh, so, no, I, I think those types of hearings would be extremely informative. But before you hold those hearings, you need to gather as much information as possible, as much documentation. You need to hear from as many whistleblowers as possible or you know, th these guys are really practiced at lying. Uh, we've witnessed that. They're, they have no problem lying in front of the in Congress, in front of the American public. So you've got to be able to catch them in their lies. So you need a lot of evidence before you hold those hearings. But I think those hearings would be very instructive. Yeah. And just real quickly, Blinken is so important. And you're the first person really you really focused on him. He's the guy that all countries have to trust on our foreign policy, but he hasn't been trustworthy to the American people. Is he hurting uh, foreign policy? You've got about 20 seconds left. Well, the, President Biden's foreign policy has been a disaster. Uh, Anthony Blinken for the heart of it. And he's the guy, by the way, that prompted that letter from the 51 former intelligence officials. Uh, yeah, that's he, right. he needs to be impeached. All right, sir. It's a great honor to have you on. Thank you for all you've done for this country to get us the truth. Happy Fourth of July. Folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back with former uh, Defense Secretary Chris Miller right after these messages. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add Lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a health care provider. Hey, folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to home 
HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. Welcome back, everybody. Throughout the last two years, the Biden administration and Congress have directed more than $75 billion in assistance to Ukraine. That's the official number, which includes humanitarian, financial and military support. And just late last week, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin announced an additional $500 million to purportedly bolster Ukraine's battlefield abilities against Russia. And our next guest has not only served in Lloyd Austin's position, but has visited Ukraine several times. He is the former acting secretary of defense during President Trump's administration and the author of a phenomenal book called Soldier Secretary Warnings from the Battlefield and the Pentagon about America's most dangerous enemies. He is Chris Miller and he joins us now. Mr. Secretary, great to have you back on the show. Thank you for being here, sir. Amanda, thank you. John, always honored to be on the show. Hey, guys, I've, uh, I'm in Iowa City, Iowa. It's July the 3rd. Uh, so I'm, I'm out of the swamp. And uh, Grant Wood <laughs> behind me. And hey, you guys, it's crazy out here. So uh, I'm watching watch TV with my mom. Uh, she's 94. And so, I, all right, so what, what I'm seeing, the guy from South Dakota is just carpet bombing the airwaves. Tim Scott's up really, really hard, too, on the TV all the time. And DeSantis is packed. I'm telling you. So it sounds like they're making the play. Like if I go big in Iowa, which, by the way, home state, uh, they'll get they'll get a boost. It's pretty fun. It's pretty interesting. But hey, so the book, thanks for having me on for the book six months ago. Guys, I have done every single I did 50, maybe 60 media hits. Tucker, he's not on anymore. Sean, Laura, (laughs) Morning Joe. I did them all. And hey, you guys, um, Nobody does it better than you guys. And so I've stopped doing media except for you guys. And I'm really, really thrilled to be on here to talk about these matters that really, really are important. And you guys take seriously. So let's have at it. Let's let's kind of do a shark tank, go around the world, however you guys want. I'll be be quick with the answers and all. And uh, let's let's get going and maybe educate some folks that uh, are looking to learn more. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yes. Um, And we are honored to have you here. So I want to start with Russia, Ukraine, as I announced at the top, another $500 million on top of roughly $75 billion already. Sir, regardless of where people fall on which side, should we be there? Should we not be there? Should we send money? Should we not send money? When is enough enough? Yeah, I think enough is enough when they win. I think uh, and I got to tell you, you guys had me on after my first trip out to Ukraine going again soon. Love to jump on and give you an update. I haven't changed my mind right now. Still kind of a Reagan Republican kind of guy, you know, straight peace through strength in this case. Yeah, we $40 billion we put in there. Uh, What I'd like to see. Here's one for you. How's this sound? If the Department of Defense had to take that forty billion out of their base budget of eight hundred eighty-six billion, do you think they'd be so uh, adamant in uh, supporting? I think it's a conversation we continue. We need to continue to have in America. I'm still in, though. I want to go out there. I think the Ukrainians are going to get this done. It's going to take a lot longer than a lot of people expected. Here's the thing: Did you see the other day? Like six billion went. All of a sudden, they found six billion more dollars. Did you yeah. guys see that? Yeah. How do they do that? What, what, What's up with that? You guys tell me. You're the ones that are the experts. I'm like, if, that's, if, if that's not indicative, 
if that's not indicative of what's going on in our Department of Defense, that you can just lose six billion dollars, not really account for it. Can you imagine? Like, I, I know you guys' budgets like probably 10, 15 billion dollars a year for your program. <laughs> uh, can you imagine if you had a rounding error that substantial? Yeah. And that's really. That really bugs me and should bug the American people. That's just indicative, right, of where we are, where we don't know even know where the money is. So that's yeah. that's probably the concern, right? Let's make sure we know where this money's going. There you go. I, how, how did I do on the uh, Shark Tank for Ukraine? That, 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 that's that's a even good... more than Hunter Biden's accounting errors. <laughs> good point, yeah. Uh, that was excellent, Mr. Secretary. I want to ask you about something I hear from the front lines, and that includes our advisors over in Ukraine, some of the Ukrainian uh, officials I talked to. Uh, they're very grateful for our help, and they love America. They're a little frustrated that sometimes our, our commitment to weapons and our getting them to them are a little slow, and there's sometimes their offensive gets going sideways because the weapons aren't in time for what their plan was. Are we having some trouble maybe getting things into the field quicker? Well, you're being, you're being very generous because that's what you do on this show. You don't just throw the red meat in the water. I'll go there, though. I think there's a little bit of a public relations game going on. I think after the debacle in Afghanistan two plus years ago, uh, where where that was just an absolute catastrophe and a tragedy, I think they overcorrected. And now they're just kind of talking a lot. And the, the weapon systems that get there isn't kind of interesting where you see like, oh, we're going to deliver this many Abrams tanks or Bradley infantry fighting vehicles. And then they say they'll be there in six months, eight months, 12 months, 18 months. That also highlights the problems we have with our military right now and our industrial base that we can't produce stuff fast enough. That's the biggest lesson I've learned out of Ukraine. This is a weird war. It's like World War One with the trench warfare and just slugging it out with this insane amount of technology with drones and and uh, you know cameras and weapon systems and we have we're still by the way you guys know this I know but for our viewers. We, the United States military, is still fighting a World War II and World War I type, type uh, battle yeah. that we expect. And we're not getting up. We are not learning the lessons we need to learn from Ukraine, which is uh, we need tons of cheap stuff. Hey, you guys, $600 for an artillery round, $150,000 for a rocket. Uh, no wonder we are going broke in the United States. Jeez, that's incredible. Wow. Think about that. <laughs> Hey, you know those drones? Those Chinese drones go for $2,000 a piece. So you can have an artillery around. You know, it's, it's just like, boom, right? Really devastating. Horrible weapon system. Incredible. But kind of dumb. Maybe I've watched too much Breaking Bad. It sounds like money laundering. Sir, uh, yeah. you mentioned and, Reagan's and policy. With, piece. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. With the drones, you know, you you can have this 18 year old kid flying this thing and he can put it right into the bunker. He can put it right through the window. So two thousand dollars versus one hundred and fifty thousand dollars for one of these high speed uh, rockets that we're sending them. I think we're getting it backwards, but uh, I'm venting. Sorry. Yeah, I think you're right. no, that your your venting is jam packed with wisdom. So we appreciate it. Um, but you mentioned peace through strength. I think that that ship has sailed with this administration. I don't think that Joe Biden has ever been known for his acumen as it pertains to foreign policy. And Bob Gates wrote an entire book about Obama Biden and their foreign policy being so poor. Um, but now you have Biden circulating the country. He calls Ukraine Iraq. 
Um, maybe he's just confused, but also I think that there is a cognitive indicator there that doesn't look good to, for us to the rest of the world. I think we're completely muddled. Can you imagine if you're our opposition in China or North Korea or Iran and you're looking at this, you see what happened in Afghanistan, you see kind of this, this what we're doing in Ukraine, which is a lot of publicity uh, followed with deliveries of weapons way after the fact. Uh, hey, I had a great one. So, you know, I did, the, did all the shows and I got asked a question, I got ambushed. Somebody goes, well, how did you handle it when the Chinese were flying their jet aircraft directly towards Taiwan? And how did you handle when the North Korean leader was launching ballistic missiles? And I'm kind of slowing the uptake and I thought about it a minute. And finally, it came to me. I was like, oh, that's easy. They never did that because I'm convinced you know, the whole piece through strength. They were terrified of President Trump. Think about that. He got on the agenda to go try to negotiate with this North Korean guy. He didn't fire many missiles after that, if, if at all. I don't think he did anything. Remember, we defeated ISIS. The president was responsible for that. And then look at look at what happened. You know, he, he talked about Taiwan. None of that happened. So when I said that, it was really interesting. You know, you guys are professional journalists. It was one of those like, oh, darn, let's cut that out of the tape and make sure we don't <laughs> say that. But I really think I really think that's important to highlight yeah. that there there it's it, it works. It means something because the rest of the world it's dog eat dog out there. And they they pay attention to this stuff, like you said, Amanda, and they kind of look at this going, I'm not certain that uh, or they're thinking, oh, maybe we can steal a march on them. And that's what concerns me greatly as well. Absolutely. Secretary Chris Miller, sir, we appreciate having you on every time you are able to give us drops of your wisdom. Everybody go check out his book. It is incredible. Soldier Secretary warnings from the battlefield and the Pentagon about America's most dangerous enemies. And guess what? Those dangerous enemies are rearing their ugly heads again because of just what Secretary Miller said. All right, everybody, we've got to take a quick break. But coming up on the other side, we've got Art Del Cueto. He's the vice president of the National Border Patrol Council on the ongoing southern border disaster. We'll be right back. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote. It's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, AMAC.US slash Just News. That's AMAC.US forward slash Just News. 
Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you out at your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're gonna get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down, my blood sugar is down, my weight's down, my health is up, my sleeping patterns are better, my metabolism is up. If you wanna experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Hello, America, and welcome back for the commercial break and an early happy 4th of July to all of you. We have a great guest. As you know, last week we had the interview with Gary Shapley, the IRS agent, and you heard about what retaliation goes on when you do the right thing as an agent in the field and your boss has wanted some other outcome. Well, that happens an awful lot in the, in the CPB, the Custom Border Protection Agency. I don't think people know how often Border Patrol agents get slapped around by their leadership because they're not on message when they're just trying to tell the American people the truth and give the American people an, uh, an honest day's work. Our next guest knows a lot about that. He is one of the top leaders of the Border Patrol Agents Union. He has served his country for more than two decades protecting our border. He's our good friend, Art DeCueto. Art, great to have you back on the show. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I want to, we haven't ever had this conversation before, but it's been on my mind so much since interviewing the IRS agent the last few days. Um, when, you're, when you have an administration that doesn't want the Border Patrol to do its agent and agents speak up to try to do the right thing, uh, it gets uncomfortable, doesn't it? You get a lot of political pressure and retribution downward, don't you? No, definitely. Uh, many investigations, right? Uh, they they want to try to see what you're saying so they can turn on, uh, internal affair investigations on you all the time. Uh, yeah, and, and unfortunately, uh, you know, a lot of us within the, the council have uh, have witnessed it and, and, and had to deal with it many times, uh, myself obviously included. And, and I think that's what's important. A lot of people don't understand it. Um, that's why the, the, the council is important. And, and for a lack of a better terms, what is it? It's a union, right? And, and a lot of people get upset with the unions, but they need to understand that law enforcement unions are different. They are. Uh, unfortunately. There's politicians on both sides of the aisles that, you know, come after the unions and with one blanket, you know, paint everyone with the same brush. And then some of us are stuck in between going, well, wait a minute. Like the whole reason you're getting the truth, the whole reason you're seeing what's happening is because we're able to speak up. And, and as you said, you know, there's other federal, federal agencies that don't have that union and they don't have the people that can speak up for them. Uh, that's why it's important. 
anyone can retire and then decide to say what's going on. Uh, but a lot of their stories are usually four, five, six years old. Right. Uh, whereas us within the council, we're able to tell you, hey, this is going on right now. Uh, so valuable. Yeah. So, Art, that actually makes me wonder, um, among Border Patrol, because obviously Border Patrol has a disproportionate amount of pressure on them, just in normal times, protecting our border, but especially right now with the policies of this administration, would you say that it's a majority or a minority of Border Patrol agents who would support impeachment for Homeland Secretary Mayorkas? It's obviously the majority. Uh, when, when you start talking about impeachment, though, the problem is this, uh, that you're going to end up having who replace them. Uh, at the end of the day, it's the same policies that get uh, continuously are going to be pushed down. Uh, but uh, obviously, people need to be held accountable. Uh, and at least, you know, uh, Secretary Marcus should come out and say, look, there is a problem. Even like, if, if they're going to lie, right, let's just put it this way. If they're going to lie and say there's no problem, if they're going to lie that the southern border is secure, if they're going to lie and say, hey, we're, everything's under control, well, you know, go ahead and lie and say it isn't under control and I'm trying to fix it. That still would be a lie, but it wouldn't be such a blatant lie, I guess. Uh, not that it makes it any better, but I think that's where the problem is. And I think that's where the issue is, not just for agents, but for the American public, is they realize how bad the border is. They've yeah. seen it. It's, it happened day one from this administration taking over. So it's frustrating to have the president say everything's good, the press secretary say everything's good, politicians, you know, that are on the far left say everything's good, and definitely someone within leadership like Secretary Mayorkas to say everything's under control, where we all know it's not. We know it's chaotic. We know there's a mess, and it's been a mess since day one. Yeah, that it is. And uh, it never works. It's not a good political strategy to tell the American people, don't believe your eyes. We're smart enough to know what we're seeing. Uh, but that's what the Biden administration has been doing. All right, I want to talk about something that doesn't get discussed a lot, but we're here celebrating this great country and its heroism and all that it took to put 247 years of this great republic together. Um, day in and day out, the, your brothers and sisters in the Border Patrol go out and they take Perilous rescues. They rescue migrants who get caught in rivers, who are in, in great physical or, or uh, medical danger. And you guys risk your own lives to go save those folks. Those numbers don't normally get reported, but it is a frequent thing for you and others of your colleagues to go out and save lives, even for people who are trying to illegally enter the country. Tell us a little bit how often that happens, because I think most Americans have no idea. No, you're absolutely right. It happens every day. I've said it. The, the Border Patrol agents that are out there putting their lives on the line and working the line, they, they're the number one humanitarian organization in the country because constantly you see individuals that turn themselves in. They're happy to turn themselves in, obviously. And a lot of them, they come to you, even the children, they come and they say, hey, we were, we've been walking for many days. No one has been able to help us. The, the smugglers left us in the middle of nowhere. Obviously, you see a lot of what uh, happens in Texas where people are turning to themselves in, but people you realize you got New Mexico, you got Arizona, you got uh, parts of California where people are not just turning themselves in. And many times the drug smuggling organizations, the human smugglers, they use these people as decoys. So they send them in and they just tell them to keep on walking, you know, in hopes that agents are going to go after those groups for a while. And by the time that they do catch them, they've been distracted enough so drugs can come in in those areas. But when you find those people, many of them have been walking for many, many days. Their water had already run out. And you're talking different children. Children, you know, uh, adults, obviously, that are also going through it and, and a lot of females that you're having to rescue in the middle of the desert. And like I said, number one uh, humanitarian organization. But people don't talk about that. 
people are quick to say, oh, these are the bad guys. This is what they're doing. They're stopping people from a better life. And that's not necessarily the right thing to say. Uh, we believe in legal migration. The, the, the National Border Patrol Council has talked about it many times. I myself, I'm a legal migrant, right? We believe in a legal way to do things. Uh, and there's a legal way and there's an illegal uh, way to do things. Unfortunately, you have way too many criminals uh, in criminal aspects that are just trying to do the wrong thing. They use people as bait so they can get other products across. And, and it's just horrific what keeps happening. <laughs> All right. Very quickly before we go, we got about 40 seconds left. Uh, 10,000 Chinese nationals across our border this year. Military age males. They're not coming across with a family unit. They act like they can't speak English. Are those people of a heightened concern to you? Not only are they of heightened concern, but I'm going to tell you this. We're also having a lot of individuals from northern Africa. They're coming into the country, turning themselves in. And it's been in, a th in the thousands that have been released all of them, you know, military age men, they all speak Arabic. They don't speak a word of English. Every single individual that's coming into the country that doesn't speak the language, uh, to, to me, it's a concern because where are they going to get a job first and foremost? And when you're seeing a countries of interest like that, that are countries that want to do harm, we have to be in and alert. We don't know what's going to happen for many all right, on this 4th of July, I just want to say one thing. Thank you for coming to this country and serving us. And for every man and woman who put their life on the line to save a migrant on this 4th of July, we want to tell you thank you, my friend. You do such great work. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back with more fireworks, at least journalistically speaking, right after these messages. Hey folks, can your IRA or 401k stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is right at our doorstep? By allocating a percentage of your retirement into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from a turbulent market and economic downturns. All you got to do is put your IRA back on the gold standard. With a multi-trillion dollar trade deficit and ongoing geopolitical instability, experts say now is the time to make the switch. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Protect your retirement today with one simple phone call and receive your free gold and silver guide from my good friends at Genesis Gold. To do that, call Genesis Gold Group today at 800 200 G-O-L-D, gold. That's 800-200-GOLD. And find out how you can add precious metals to your IRA. One more time, let me give you the number. It's 800-200-4653. 800-200-4653, gold. Or visit them at genesisgoldgroup.com. Genesis Gold, welcome to the John Solomon Just the News family. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bike, you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z -Pak. The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit 
is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to our latest edition of Just the News, No Noise. I'm Amanda Head alongside Don Solomon. And when I think about the 4th of July and our nation's independence, I think about all that uh, we've been grateful for, the freedoms we get to celebrate, and the history that we have witnessed firsthand or get to recount through educators, uh, books, museums, movies. And we have the perfect next guest who continuously educates us through his studies and firsthand knowledge of our presidents. He is a best-selling author and presidential historian. He's our good friend, Craig Shirley, and he joins us now. Craig, it's great to see you. Happy early Independence Day, sir. You bet, Amanda. Thank you so much. Sir, I want to, I want to, I guess, give a positive outlook on this day before uh, our official nation's holiday tomorrow. Um, during the Trump administration, patriotism was back in style. I think that that was Rush Limbaugh's tagline, patriotism is back in style. Yes. Um, but it also seems like under this administration now, you know, you don't have fireworks at Mount Rushmore. And it seems like our nation is kind of going through a slump as far as patriotism being trendy. Uh, give us a little bit of a silver lining, because I am positive that we are going to turn the ship around and get back to that. You know, Amanda, th there is an ebb and flow to American patriotism. I remember during the Carter administration, American patriotism really during the 1970s really waned. And as a matter of fact, at sporting events, they stopped singing the national anthem for a time. And really, uh, patriotism was kind of assigned to uh, yokels and things like that. And it was Reagan who made it fashionable again. Uh, just as uh, just as Trump made it fashionable again, uh, it's now in its ebb uh, under uh, under Biden. But there's a, there is a countervailing force in American politics is that uh, while Biden is, is 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 dwindling in the polling, you see American patriotism coming back. And so that's a good thing. There is a, a there used to be a constant. Now it now it goes back and forth. But fortunately, it's on the upswing again, I believe. Yeah, I think a couple other things on the upswing that your old boss had a few things to say about, like peace through strength. People kind of like that now after seeing what peace through appeasement looks like. It doesn't happen. But I want to talk about something that has been really personally shocking to me over the last couple of years. The movement among young people to think that free speech doesn't need to be free, that censorship's okay. This All the stuff that has been exposed at the Homeland Security Department, starting at Just the News, now by Jim Jordan in an investigation. How do we get the idea that free speech is essential to America? Because right now there's a generation that actually has some doubts about that. You know, uh, Newton had his th three laws, John. And one of them, the third law was that for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So that, that as free speech is, is, is on the upswing in the public schools and in Hollywood and the academy and uh, government, uh, for free speech, the censorship, I mean, is on those in those institutions. Right. Right. Censorship's on the upswing. Free speech is on the upswing in our area of the jungle, in, in private institutions, private schools, homeschooling, uh, uh, other, in, other, other institutions, uh, religion, thing, thing, uh, it's places like that. Yeah. Uh, patriotism yeah. is, on, is on the upswing again. So, 
unfortunately, America is slowly dividing itself. We're, we're, we're dividing ourselves between the, the country party and the city party. Uh, and, uh, it, it, I, I, we, you know, it, division works for Biden and division works for the liberals. Uh, unity works for the rest of us and for, uh, you know, conservatives. And uh, but it, it's, it's just the way it is, unfortunately, is that the way we're, uh, we're, we're, we're dividing our country. There's really little we can do except protect our own little piece of the jungle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of upswings, in my lifetime, America has experienced a number of economic upswings, not only under our last president, Donald Trump, but under President Reagan with Reaganomics. And then today, I saw President Biden tweet out uh, a description of Bidenomics. And I would laugh if it weren't so sad. Um, but just the description he gave, Bidenomics is about growing the economy from the middle out and the bottom up, not the top down. Uh, making smart investments in America, educating and empowering American workers. How would you how would you grade Bidenomics compared to Reaganomics? Uh, I would give Bidenomics an F plus 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 plus. <laughs> the economy has not worked under Biden. Uh, is the, is the inflation is high? Interest rates are too high. Uh, the, you know, I remember in Reagan we had quarters sometimes where economic growth was over seven percent, and now we're happy if growth is uh, at one and a half percent. You really can't sustain an economy at one and a half percent. You know, Churchill said uh, socialism is basically the sharing of scarcity. And that's what you have under Biden is the sharing of scarcity instead of instead of growing the pie so that everybody can share. We're now divvying up the pie among uh, among some people, as they say, are more equal than others. And the, the way the pie is being divided up, it goes to the uh, upper, the, the, the inner circle, the inner party. And the, the rest of the uh, country has to get along on crumbs. Yeah, that they do. <laughs> I want to turn to something that you dealt with your old boss on, uh, but he dealt with it so brilliantly. I remember the Mondale debate where he basically, I'm not going to use my uh, opponent's youthfulness against them. And he, he turned the age <laughs> issue around so brilliantly that we all yeah, laughed, well, but it really worked. And it showed how sprite Ronald Reagan is. Joe Biden's age is really becoming an issue. 67% of Americans now think it's a problem that he may not have the capability to be president. Uh, have you seen this at any other point in the history of our country? No, uh, no, that has never been an age has never really been a factor in the American presidency, John. But I, I hope when Biden is beaten next year, it's not because of his age, uh, but because of his ideology, because of his left wing ideology, uh, is that, you know, the, the, the gerontologists called Reagan uh, old young, although he was old or older. He was in his uh, late 60s, early 70s when he was president. He acted young. He, you know, he rode horses and cleared brush at the ranch and did all, very vigorous activity uh, all through his presidency. Biden, they would, gerontologists would call old, old. He not only uh, looks old, he acts old. The, you know, you see it in the shuffle. You see him falling down in stages. Uh, you see it, it mental lapses. Uh, and, 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 you know, you don't it's not something uh, I'm not saying he has dementia, but uh, the, the mental acuity is slowing and it's really nothing you ever get better from. You know, you get better from uh, broken bones and uh, wounds right. and things like that. But you don't get better from mental from declining mental acuity. Yeah, great point. Sir, very quickly before we go, we got 20 seconds left. You said when Biden is beaten next year, who beats him? 
Well, <laughs> I left my crystal ball <laughs> in my other house, Amanda. Um, I, I, I really, you know, I, I think any of, the, any of the Republican candidates are superior to Joe Biden. And that's, a, that's a safe answer. That's a cowardly answer. But I think any of the Republicans who understand the ideology and understand the yeah. issue yeah. You're right. in the contest with Biden will win. Not cowardly at all, Craig. That's a very accurate answer. It's Anyone, I think, would be better. We are so appreciative of you coming on every time you can. Happy early 4th, sir. We've got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back, everybody. We just got a few minutes. Amanda, I just want to turn. There's so many things to reflect on in the 4th of July. Peace through strength. I heard it a couple times today uh, with Chris Miller and others. Uh, that used to be our standard, and it feels like now we're weak through weakness. And uh, I just wonder, this 4th of July, people are pining for a moment where Americans uh, wore their pride on their sleeve, uh, and I meant pride in their country, and uh, that they mm. wanted to uh, do right by the world by being strong every step of the way. It feels like that's a distant memory right now. Yeah, like I said, I mean, I think the ship has sailed on peace through strength. But if we're staying with the nautical analogies, I think that uh, the only thing that can probably create a shift is a sea change next year. And as Greg Shirley was just saying, I think that you look at the field of Republican candidates who have declared so far, and there there's certainly a handful of them who I think uh, could potentially be viable as as replacements for President Biden. Any of them at this point, I think, would be better. Um, but, you know, I... I love 4th of July because I love what it it represents. Um, I love American grit. I love that that has been the theme of our nation for 247 years. And you look at, you know, the specific date of what July 4th represents these 
what, 56 men, the Second Continental Congress, who uh, effectively signed what what was a, a charging document to King George. It w- and it wasn't necessarily a day of celebration. I mean, some of them were very excited to get past that hurdle because they had been fighting for it for nearly three years. Um, but it, it was a solemn day because this was this was a divorce announcement. And it wasn't long after that. I think it was in August, the next major battle that George Washington had the Declaration of Independence read to his troops because he wanted them to understand what they were fighting for. Um, and I hope that that is something that we get back to in this country, because as we were just talking about with, with a number of our guests, you know, these issues of corruption and free speech and censorship and, and patriotism, these are all issues that I think are worth fighting for. Um, and I also, I, because, you know, I nerd out on on American history. Um, I also wanted to read something interesting that I read earlier today. I knew a little bit tangentially the story of how our current American flag came to be. But you remember back in 1959, after Hawaii and uh, Alaska were added, there was a I think it was a fifth grade student in Ohio whose history teacher held a contest to uh, for the students to put forth their proposals for what the new flag should look like. Uh, sorry, that was 58, not 59. His name was Robert G. Heft, um, and he is the one who designed the new flag with the 50 stars. He got a B minus for his grade, but he sent it off to Washington to the president of the time, who was Dwight Eisenhower. And of course, that is the flag that was adopted. And his teacher changed his grade to an A. And that's, that's a great story. It makes you smile. And, and we have ebb and flows in our history where we sometimes have bad moments, but stories like that. They remind us why this country is still as great as it's ever been. Yeah. Um, on a holiday like this, I always like to celebrate the people who remind us that freedom isn't free. And, of course, our military and the front lines, our law enforcement and our first responders. This one, at that time, maybe because it's so much the work you and I have done with whistleblowers the last year. But on this Fourth of July, I want to remind people that freedom isn't free for the whistleblowers who currently are blowing the whistle on this administration mm-hmm. and are are facing extraordinary retaliation, ostracization. You heard Al- Art DeQuaidos talk about Border Patrol agents constantly being put under investigation just because they're trying to do their job. Uh, I just can't get Gary Shapley out of my mind since talking to him. All the things that are happening, one of the most decorated, achieve, uh, uh, greatest achieving IRS agents, and they're just chagrining him, harassing him every day. You could hear it in his voice. It hurts him because he has so much pride in being an American IRS agent. Uh, freedom isn't free. And this one, for those FBI agents we talked to who were called security risks and had their security clearances away, Gary Shapley, uh, I'm going to be toasting you guys on the 4th of July and you gals for, for standing firm and standing for our country and your principles in the face of some corrupt bullies. But um, that's going to be my last thought for the 4th of July. Amanda, how about yours? Yeah, look, it's practically an American slogan to criticize the IRS because hashtag taxation is theft. But there are so many good men and women who are a part of the IRS and the FBI and so many of these organizations that that there is that concentration of corruption at the very top. Uh, I saw an ad this morning for Tetris on my phone, and it actually reminded me of the FBI and the seventh floor of the FBI and how maybe in like a game of it reminded me of the game of Tetris and just taking out an entire row, taking out an entire floor, uh, theoretically, obviously, legislative, uh, legislatively. But so often it's the good men and women who are just the rank and file who show up every day because they love their country and they value integrity. Those are the ones who are coming forward and speaking out. And this nation, you're right, this nation owes a debt of gratitude to our law enforcement, to our border patrol, 
and to these whistleblowers who have spoken out. And it's incredible to see. And it is, you know, courage is contagious. And I hope that for what Senator Ron Johnson said regarding needing more whistleblowers, you've got to have higher and higher levels of people come and speak out because that's where you get the intelligence to press forward with any type of retribution and therefore restoring faith for the American people in these institutions. All right, folks, on that very important note, happy Fourth of July on behalf of Real America's Voice, Justin News, Amanda and I, God bless you. We'll be back on Wednesday. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. 